0: Welcome back, everybody, to Final Checkpoint. This is episode 68, 69 Junior, or we call it, uh, (laughs) where each week we react to the latest video game news and talk about games we are playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. I did not expect 69 (laughs) Junior. What the fuck is that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) At my work, they always say Thursday. They call Thursday Friday Junior. So I just kind of thought. Now you ruined it. I hate that. (laughs) I just thought about that and I I was like, 69 Junior. Anyways, you can find this podcast on most of your local podcast services like Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and thegamefanatics.com. The video version of this podcast can be found on youtube.com slash loadlastcheckpoint. And you can watch live by following at twitch.tv slash loadlastcheckpoint. We go live every 8 p.m. every Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific time, standard or daylight. It doesn't matter. We do not denounce daylight saving times at this moment. Uh Uh-huh. Ben does because he lives in Arizona, so he does denounce it's awful. I mean do you like it? Um, no. I mean it's okay. a confusing time every time of year when it, it changes. Well it changes twice, right? Mostly sure. just twice. I, you know what's so funny, like I you don't like I always feel like, oh, it's daylight savings, like it's unexpected even though it says it on the fucking calendar. Right. <laughs> It's just like it's always a surprise to me like, oh my God, what's happening this weekend? That's how I feel in Arizona where it's
1: like, when does that happen? Oh, it happened again?
2: What? uh." Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: I don't have to do anything. I just have to deal with other people. at their slightly
0: different times. The whole world has to adjust to Arizona basically.
1: No, that's not how it feels.
2: That's Mm.
0: not (laughs) (laughs) not how it feels. I don't know. Anyways, Ben, how was your last week? I feel like it's been a long time since we've spoken oh it was a very fast week very Mm -hmm. busy at work very busy
1: uh, in life uh just just busy um yeah tired very tired
2: (laughs) oh no
0: oh no
1: very tired but i got a four-day weekend next weekend
0: all right good yeah me too me too i'm excited Yeah, same. Work is uh, probably the busiest it's been all year, except for like right when uh, the legislation passed for like the family's first thing. I work in a payroll HR company, so. What's family first? It's like uh, they they gave out sick time for companies with under 500 employees, like a policy so that companies could, you know, if employees needed to go on sick time due to COVID, they could use that. And then the IRS would give them like credit. It's all this boring shit. Nobody cares. But, uh, it's, it's vaguely interesting. That's enough information. I don't need yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were. That was probably the busiest I'd been ever. But what's <laughs> what's awful about it? So our busiest time of year is right at the end of the year because since I work in payroll, it's like, oh, we got to make sure all of our earnings are right, deductions, W twos, all that stuff is right. So we came out of that because you have to go through the corrections and all the filings and everything, right into the COVID stuff right in march and oh. so we only got a little bit of a break where we usually, usually we get like oh it's you know most of the year so it was uh quite a yeah. rough 2020 from what i hear i hear it's uh it's, hear it, it hasn't been a good Uh <laughs>
2: oh.
0: that's that's true yeah i mean there's definitely uh some other people out there not having a great year including uh, a company <laughs> by the name of cd project red oh no um a lot of news to talk about. A lot of crazy stuff went down, um, as everyone's been basically talking about all week. I I swear to God, if I see another yellow postcard on Twitter, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna burn the place down. I don't know what's happening over there, but is it time for them to retire that? I mean, should they just stop using a yellow card to apologize or make statements? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, of all of the neon colors you can use for, like, a cyberpunk look, maybe it's time to retire the bright yellow, maybe go with, like, a soft blue, maybe, like, a neon green, I don't know, something positive, something that but that spreads positivity. At this point, if they change it, it looks weird, so they kind of have to commit to it for a little longer, I think. Yeah, I don't know, we'll see, but... Ben, before, before we get to CD Projekt Red, I wanted to try something a little different, as we do every now and then when mm-hmm. I'm feeling weird, I guess. As an early gift to our listeners, I think we should start talking about games that we played first, and then we can go into all the great news and shenanigans from this week. Because I feel like that'll give us a little more time to really get into the nitty gritty of the news. But also, I'm sure. just excited to talk about the games we played. All right. All right. If you like, I can start first. Go,
1: go, go. I don't
0: really All have right. much. Okay. All right. I, I don't have much after, like, my... Well, actually, I do have quite a bit. Sorry. Um, no. I lied. I'm a liar. <laughs> Be careful, everybody. So I um, had the opportunity. Um, I don't know if anybody saw us on Twitter. I don't want to, like, toot my own horn. But um, I've, I've, every now and then, I do get a chance to uh, try out a game or review a game um, provided by Pop Agenda. So if you guys don't know Pop Agenda, they are kind of like a PR company that represents um, indie games and try to really just represent them to get them to release. And then um, that's kind of what they do. I guess it's there's probably the best way I could describe it. Um, they're PR for indie games. Mm-hmm. And uh, so every now and then I get a chance to work with them and, and really just they provide a code uh, for review and then... We, uh, you know, I'll talk about it usually on here. Um, I'll make a Let's Play or I'll stream the game. And uh, they actually featured uh, me on one of their, like, end of the year content creators thing with, like, a ton of other people. Mind you, the, I was featured for Mobius Front, which is, like, <laughs> it's, like, a I think I talked about it maybe four or five episodes ago. It's, like, a, it looks like an old school Command and Conquer game. Kind of. It's, it's a little odd. I was maybe on the screen for like a good three seconds. (laughs) That's a lot of seconds though. It's a lot of seconds, but it was just my tank exploding and me going, well, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay then. (laughs) Um, But uh, (laughs) I did get a chance to um, request a code for grindstone, which they were able to provide uh, for me. So I did receive this code um, by pop agenda. So thank you again. And Grindstone, if you guys don't know, is a game that came out originally on Apple Arcade. It's made ooh, by Boo Apple. Um, Apple. Wait, I love Apple. No, you don't.
2: I mean, kind of. Fine, I like
0: continue. their phones. I like their phones. Uh huh. Hmm. Um, made by uh, Capybara Games. Um, Grindstone is uh, it's it's a weird game to describe. So basically, it is. It's essentially a puzzle game and um, the best way I could describe it is you have a character named George, and it's not spelled the traditional way. It's like J-O-R-G or J or something like that. Anyways, he um, okay. you use him to basically slash through enemies. They all have to be a matching color, and you have to basically k- destroy a certain amount in order to unlock the escape for that level. And the more you chain together... Um, the greater rewards you get so like if i chain 10 then there's a rainbow jewel that spawns on the map or on the board and that allows me to chain from one color of enemy to another color of enemy and so that's the basic of it like if if the level tells you you have to kill 25 enemy perfect i just need to chain together a few enemy here to hit 25 and then the last thing i do is escape the level by you know using my like drawing my path to mm-hmm. to get out of the level. So not not bad there. The game gets uh it starts introducing more and more mechanics like uh they start the enemies or the little monsters that are on the map start hitting back and you have three hearts. So if you get hit three times or you land on a square that has, you know, three surrounding squares where you're gonna get hit, then boom, you're dead. Right? And you start the level over, whatever. Um they introduce like mini bosses and like mages that can have a little more distance in hitting you. So it, it gets really kind of like uh puzzly, right? You got to strategize, you got to really pick your route and draw your mapping. Um, I, I think the game's really fun. The one thing that I really love about it because I've been playing it with my, with my pro controller. And then I didn't realize that it has full touch controls. So mm-hmm. I could just draw the path with my finger and, Hit go and it goes so they integrated that part into it I've gotten through the first world I'm maybe halfway through the second world and as you go through you can unlock chests in the middle of the map so like at some point while you're going through the level the uh, a chest will spawn and then a key will spawn on one of the enemies so you have to basically chain to kill the enemy and then chain up to five to break open the chest with the key so and then you get blueprints out of that. You can craft new weapons. You can craft potions that you jump to any spot on the map. You can uh, craft different weapons, like boat, like an arrow to shoot on any part of the map. A shield hmm. so that when you do land somewhere where enemies are going to hit you, you actually do block uh, one round of hits. There's, there's just a whole lot of content in there. I think uh, for people that like puzzle games, this is one to maybe uh, take a look at. Just check out some gameplay um and see if that might be right up your alley. I've been having a good time. It is exactly what I expected it to be and hmm. I've been having just fun with it. It's a great game to kind of just play in between like if I'm uh if I'm at work and I'm in between, you know, like waiting for emails and calls, I can play it cause, because it's not like live to where I'm getting shot and then I can't hit pause or something like that like in Fortnite or um if I'm in between games or I'm just watching something, I can just chill and use my my switch like it's a little tablet because it's got all touch controllers. But yeah, it's uh it's been a good a good time. Um, I've hit like a a point where like the the puzzles or the the boards are getting really hard because different obstacles are added that you can't get rid of, like boulders that are indestructible, or there's like bats that shoot across a whole row, and so basically you have to try to not land in that row or else you get hit. So just different things like that. It's uh it's pretty cool. They got boss battles at the end of like every section which are just basically like how can I chain together and hit this bomb into the mouth of this thing. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. I was I was going to buy the game anyways, so I was really excited to like get the chance to get the code and like have a chance to play it and create some content around it. So um yeah. That's the it, and it's a new game. I got to play a new game. I'm excited. I mean, yeah, sure, it's new on Switch. Well, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Well, they they did make a lot of uh, changes to like the layout of it, and they added a ton of features to it just for the Switch. So I I'll have to dig in more to see what like is actually new about it. But it took them almost a year to really get it. Um, I guess like ported over to Switch. So I they, wonder if that had anything it. to do with Apple Arcade exclusivity. Honestly. Uh, possibly, you know, possibly, I don't know. I feel like, I I, I I know they've been working on it for a while, so, um, that could be it too. Maybe it did just have the exclusivity window. Yeah, I was
1: interested in that game. That was the one game when Apple Arcade happened that I looked at like, oh, I'd play that. Like, I'd actually play that on my phone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'd heard about it on different podcasts and I was like, god, it sounds so good. And I almost got, uh, or almost signed up for the subscription for Apple Arcade just to play it. And then once I heard it was coming to Switch, I'm like, I can wait. Yeah. And I did. Yeah.
1: Put it on PC, man. Let me play it on my little (laughs) browser window. Hey, let's put it on PC.
0: (laughs) I port everything to PC. Right? The question used to be, hey, port it to Switch. Now it's like, it's on Switch. Port it to PC. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care about
1: the Switch. I don't (laughs) want to play this game on there. Aww. I want to play exclusive experiences on the Switch, not... A mobile game, even I. Although I played that Cafe Mix game, for you a while. you did,
0: you did. I'm sure we'll see that on your Game of the Year list. Uh huh.
1: I might look up how <laughs> my playtime in it just to see how shameful it is. Because <laughs> it is. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Um. Did you want to go next? Did you want to talk about uh some more Cyberpunk? Sure.
1: Or? I'll I'll do so, two real quick. Okay. So I finished Mario Maker two. I Woo. got um. There's like one level that you have to build this statue, and then it unlocks the final level, which is just a remix of 1-1. Oh. Uh, And that's pretty cool. I had to grind a little bit to get some coins to build that said statue, but it was a lot of fun finishing all the levels and doing everything. It does have the problem of all the levels are so separate that it doesn't feel like a a air quote Mario adventure. It is just some stuff that Mario's doing. Uh, Which ends up making it one of the weaker 2d mario campaigns just because of that it's all just kind of random it's almost like uh if they had collected these levels over the last 30 years and said well there's two levels from mario 3 and then there's one from mario world we didn't use and let's just put them all into this that's almost what this is like a grab bag of just nonsense but it's still 2d mario which is great so i enjoyed that um Death Stranding on PC was crazy cheap. Like like $22 or something.
0: Yeah, I did see that. I did see that.
1: So I caved and bought it on PC. And this game is beautiful. (laughs) It is... For someone who spent over 100 hours on uh, PS4, it is night and day. I could just tell the difference. It is stunning in 4K. Looks so good. I want to play a little bit more of it just to kind of see how it is but yeah you probably won't get all the way through it again uh maybe not right now but uh I don't think Death Stranding got enough credit for being as cinematic as it is I know it's Kojima and all that but Mm -hmm. they really knocked it out of the park uh especially playing these other games I played recently this is on par it's just nonsense but it's on par with something like uh Last of Us almost like it's just very well done, but it's in a, it's well done not in a way of like animation or or that, but just in storytelling and style, which I mm. feel like no one talks about the cinematography of Last of Us because what is there to say nothing i i couldn't I couldn't tell you some stuff looks cool, i guess ghost uh, or ghost death stranding constantly just looks it's it's done in such a style it has that Kojima author nonsense going on with it which i really i really like. Yeah. Um and we'll we'll stop there.
0: I'll let you go. You have more stuff going on. Well, to kind of bounce off your um yeah. cinematic. Um I've been playing more Yakuza Kiwami and I like ugh, man, it like i regret so much not getting into Yakuza prior to this because I feel like every time i play any mission in yakuza i feel like i'm Mm -hmm. watching an episode from like some sort of K drama or something like that like (laughs) i could i could watch a show of yakuza
1: exactly the
0: game is like the the way they do the story and the characters like kiryu and the way he like like you just like you feel bad for him but you're also like rooting for him the whole time and then you just meet weird people like the game is just it's really like i i had some expectations of what yakuza was just from what i've heard through like podcasts and what i've seen in gameplay but actually playing it and really and kind of getting into it now i have such such an appreciation for the series and i'm i'm like growing to love it more and more every time i play it and just some of the people you meet and talk to are like weird and and kind of dumb but just, like, the fact that I'm running an errand to buy dog food for a dog that got beat up. And on my way back, I run into, like, a group of thugs. And it says... It just says, like, group of thugs as the intro to the fight. Right. And then I beat the shit out of the guys. <laughs> and then as I'm walking back, um, I deliver the dog food. And then it's like, oh, he doesn't have a bowl to eat out of. All right. So I got to run to a different convenience store. And... <laughs> As I'm walking there, there's like some other guys like, hey, I don't like your face. And then it's just another fight. (laughs) I'm just like, what is going on? This is so funny. So what do you think of the combat? You know, it's, uh, I think the only thing I probably don't like about it is you can't really lock on to people, Mm -hmm. at least in this one, but I'm okay with like, I'm getting kind of used to the combat and I like that you can switch to different stances. And so I've been... I've been mostly using like brawler mode, and then I'll switch if it's like maybe a few enemies left. I'll switch to the um gosh, what's uh, it's like rush mode, and so he's like really quick, and it, it's not gr- it's not great, but it's not like the worst thing I've, I've come across. I think. Okay, it, it's enough to keep me going because I think the story's just so good. The the one boss battle I got I got stuck on um earlier was like the first main boss battle against like one of the big bosses. And he's just mm-hmm. like this giant like beast. Like he, I think his, his uh, style is beast or something like that. And so the, like the frustrating thing is, is trying to like dodge and somehow his swing still hits you and you're like groggy on the floor. So as you're trying to get up, then he like stomps on you and so you're back down. And so that part can feel kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. but once I started using rush mode, I just realized I can just run in and jab him a few times and then back out. And so I just, you know, you just kind of, you kind of find a way around it because it's to me, the story and the city of, of um, gosh, what is it? um, Uh, Camarocho Camarocho, Yeah. The, just enough of that place draws me in enough to want to keep playing. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. I mean, I said that about judgment, but I hated the combat. So
0: yeah, the you know it's. I mean, what what combat would you prefer in it? Maybe like the bat, the one from like Arkham Asylum. I would prefer no combat. Honestly, I prefer the <laughs> no, JRPG. Then I won't play it. No, no, I mean, the yeah, JRPG, JRPG stuff in Like a Dragon yeah. is so
1: good. Such a better fit than this brawler, not because the brawler stuff sucks. It just takes too long to fight, and they're constantly fighting. Yeah, it just everybody it feels like fight,
0: padding. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, I think if it was turn-based too, I think that would kind of get a little bit annoying though too because if you're like right, running but it, from place but to place.
1: The difference with turn-based is that it makes sense in that JRPGs have done this forever so it, it doesn't feel out of place. It just feels like, oh, I got another random battle as opposed yeah. to, oh, they, they put a guy here for no fucking reason. These guys, this guy doesn't
0: like my face. So now we're yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah. you face. Punch you face. Runner-wise. I don't like, man. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's odd. It's definitely an odd type of uh, combat system, but and yeah, you know, it's not the worst thing. I hate it, but I hate those games.
1: I hate the, that brawler. You know, Streets yeah. of Rage. People are like, "Oh, it's 3D Streets of Rage." I'm like, Streets of Rage is terrible. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys are talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could agree with that for sure. Oh, I hate Streets of Rage so much.
0: Oh wow! All right.
1: <laughs> I really like Castle Crashers too. I hate those games. They're terrible.
0: I don't think I've ever Ugh. played Castle Crashers.
1: The only good one is Beautiful Joe, and it's not even really a side scrolling brawler. All right.
0: <laughs> there. These are just facts. I'm
2: sorry. Right, we
0: got facts from Ben. Just facts. Right. You know what else? Uh, was that one? Golden Axe. Also terrible. Golden Axe is awful. I used to love that game uh, as a kid. And then at some point, I went back and played, I don't know, some of the, the older ones. I think Golden Axe 2 or something like that. And I was like, sure. why do I like these games? These suck. Oh, it's bad. That game's bad. Do you remember man. the Golden Axe that they made on PS3 and Xbox? I remember the, seeing the box. I think at Walmart or something. That one actually, I did end up liking a little bit. Oh god! <laughs> so they're like, copying. That... Um, they copied a lot of Heavenly Sword. That's why. Okay, sure. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Yakuza Kwame. I'm uh continuing to play. I'm not like rushing through it. I'm I'm playing it in like spurts. Of uh, just like oh, I'm gonna do a few missions here and then I like stop because uh, it's like enough. For, it's like I'm tuning into my my show for the day. Right. Yeah. That's cool. cool. I like that. Yeah. So uh, did you want to go next, or did,
1: should I talk about? Uh, do what? I I'll talk real quick. Um, because I want to talk about Half Life Alex during our game of the year. So I'm not gonna talk about the game really, but okay. I. Do want to mention, and I've only played like two hours of it again, but I'm playing it on the Oculus Quest 2. Oh, nice. And All right. I have it set up where it's virtual desktop, so I'm playing in a complete other room, totally hands-free. Wow. Uh, it's being, uh, you know, Ethernet to my router and then beamed wirelessly to it, and it works crazy well. Um, the picture is a little fuzzy, but I think that might be the game actually, because it was a little fuzzy last time and I played it connected. Okay. So I'm working on that, but the latency is unnoticeable. I feel no difference playing the game 20 feet away from my computer.
0: So how's it streaming over to your headset? I don't understand that part.
1: So virtual desktop is an app you buy on the Oculus okay. and then on your computer you download that same app and it's supposed to be only for like your desktop and watching videos or or whatever, but you can, there's this whole thing you got to do where you got to become a developer on Oculus, which is just free. And you just have to say, yes, I'm, I want to do this. And then you have to plug it in, apply some kind of update to your computer or to the Oculus. There's, There's some step you have to do there, and then that kind of tricks it. The virtual desktop thing now can stream. You boot up a, a VR game and it just boots it to you. Oh, on, okay. On the Quest. Interesting. Um, so there's a little bit of setup that's, that can be if you're not like super techie. I don't know why you'd be doing this if you aren't super techie, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of uh, cas- casual people yeah. getting in I'm there. I'm super casual. How do I yeah. do this
0: yeah. crazy yeah. thing? What is this thing?
1: So, that could be a little... And even for me, it's like, am I doing this right? Because it's, it's just weird. It's, it's mm-hmm. not a normal procedure. Yeah. Um, but once you do that, dude, I turn on Virtual Desktop on my computer. I go to the other room, put on the headset, boot up Virtual Desktop. I'm in. And it just, it just works. I, and I, you're using your pointer as the mouse. And I just click on Half-Life Alex. It boots up. Totally fine. No issues whatsoever. No lag. I mean, there's obviously probably some latency, but it's so low, it, it is no difference at all than just playing it on my computer. And now I have full range of motion. There's nothing. There's no ceiling fans for me to hit, which I did constantly <laughs> last time. Oh god. And I sometimes I felt like I almost broke the ceiling fan, so I'm glad to not be under a fan anymore. Uh, but yeah, that that experience is totally cool. It works super well. Um, and nice. the game runs really well on my new computer. <laughs> That's good, that it, yeah. It, it ran well before because I had the same GPU, but it loads faster now. There's a lot of things yeah. that would kind of stutter sometimes. Now it's, it's pretty flawless. Um, but I'll talk more about the actual game. Oh, the other thing. There's a commentary track they added. So you can oh. walk through the world and put on these headphones and it's like, Oh, this is your first encounter with the combine. ba da ba da at first, we had this separated in this other hallway, and it there's a lot of them, so it's a little much, and yeah. they kind of talk over cutscenes sometimes, so that can be annoying, but it is super interesting, and I love hearing about just weird nonsense of, this was in that room, but then we moved it over here because we found players weren't paying attention, or originally, we wanted you to have to crouch down through this whole segment, but then everyone hated it, so we got rid of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool little tidbits like that are, are really fascinating, and it's going to make this playthrough a lot of fun to hear those insights and as i get further and further into the game because man
0: game's are real good game's are real good i do have a half-life related question for you okay who who wrote half-life alex was it the same guy that was gonna write half-life 3 the one that left the company oh no i don't think so Somebody i don't know who did to be honest yeah. with you but the yeah, guy who I remember, left i remember the guy that left and then he like didn't he like write out what was going to happen in half-life 3 or something like that right yeah he did um which sounds fucking awesome i i can't see i'm pretty sure they're kind of
1: changing all that because of an event that happens at the very end of this game oh, okay um which is so good oh my god i when i was thinking about replaying alex like a week ago just thinking about the ending gave me chills
0: it's so good <laughs>
1: it's so good
0: uh man, I might just have to like, even though it won't give me the same experience, just to know what happens. I might just have to like watch the ending somewhere, and then just like maybe read up on it. You know what? I don't see myself c- getting a VR for PC
1: anytime right, soon. Right, right, right. I-, I could tell you, like, watch these scenes. Maybe there's probably an all cutscenes compilation. Maybe. And I would say just watch that. Okay. Um, and watch the whole chapter called Jeff. Watch that whole chapter. Jeez. Oh, all right. Um, because that, dude. This game. The reason why I love this game so much. Is it's Half-Life, obviously. love Half-Life. Yeah.
0: But it's also a survival horror game. So good. Those are your favorite. That, that is your realm. I know. Two <laughs> of
1: my favorite things together. Yeah, exactly. All right, But I'll talk about more of that next week. I plan on beating it before we do Game of the Year. So.
2: Yeah. Yay. Coming
1: up real quick. It's not
0: super long, so I can. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you got? All right. Last thing I'll talk about, because Animal Crossing I talk about every week and nothing really new. Um oh, How do you make sushi. a snowman in Animal Crossing? Oh, yeah, you just roll you roll the little snow so you'll see you'll see the little snowballs. Yeah. I so you roll some. you roll one big enough to be the base, and then you roll another one and you just run it into the, the small the base and it'll pop right on top. I ran it into a tree and it blew up and then I didn't have a snowball anymore. Yeah, that'll happen. Now what I learned is to get like the perfect snowman or the good snowfolk, you want to make them the balls close to the same size because i did make one that was like where the bottom was bigger like way bigger than the top so i mean to me i thought that would be normal for a snowman but apparently he wants more of like a like a uh consist- consistent figure i guess okay okay because uh i got one red i got one rejection Snowmen? no they're they're just very sensitive about their bodies because oh. i made plenty of snowmen all perfect they each every time you do that they give you a recipe that's seasonal related and i made one i made one with like just a bigger bottom and he didn't give me a recipe and he even told me like well you almost had it You almost had it you almost had it i don't like big butt snowman (laughs) he does not did not like it and then if you notice um there's like some of the pine trees that have like the christmas lights on them Uh you notice if you shake those that's how you so if you shake those you'll notice them around if you have them you get the ornaments that fall out of there so you can use those for the crafting recipes oh i'm kind of over it all right (laughs) i booted into the game to look at the snow and i do i do think it's very beautiful it is really nice i just don't care anymore yeah, it's kind of tough to care when they just don't give you anything else other than, here, collect this. It's like the seasonal stuff is all the same. The only difference is it's just a different season. So. It changed a different color. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely uh, noticed I was playing a lot less. And then I I discovered something for Stardew Valley on PC that I'm probably going to jump into uh, if I don't have anything else to play later. Um, all right, tell me about Ghost. Ghost of Tsushima, Legends mode. I, I decided to try it out because I, I saw like the the PlayStation themed costumes came out for it. And I was like, you know what? I've been trying to find a reason to jump in and play this. So why not? And it's, it's actually really fun. It, it, to me, it almost feels like a miniature destiny, but with like, you know, ghost of Tsushima, um, combat. And it's actually pretty cool. So you pick your class. It's uh there's Ronin samurai, uh, assassin and Hunter. I started as a Hunter because it's basically what the what makes the difference between the classes is the skills that you get. You get like an ability. So, like the ability for the Hunter is um you get a kind of like a uh, firecracker arrow that shoots down at the feet of the enemy and it kind of hmm. like makes them groggy or whatever. And then your special is um you kill. I think it's like a three one shot uh to three heads special or whatever so you get like uh you can kill three enemies at once or at least severely injure like if they're boss level and um so they all have their own like special abilities in that way you can as you're 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 there's like uh i think it's maybe eight story missions and they're like quick stories that just kind of give you some background about another legend or something like that And you're getting narration as you're playing through it. And it's you and one other person that play through it. And you can it's just kind of like match made. And some of them are stealth. Some of them are just like, hey, rescue these hostages. So kind of like what you would find in the game. And as you're going through, you're unlocking chests at the end of the level. And then once you finish the story, you get all your rewards. And that's how you kind of gear up. You get like, oh, I've got a better... Uh, bow and arrow and i've got a better um you know uh lethal ability like a, a or like a stagger ability like these kunai knives or and the because they're a rare ability or rare level they actually set the enemy on fire so things like that that are pretty cool and as you go you and you achieve certain like um as you hit certain achievements in uh, based on your class, or in the game like an adventure mode or survival mode, which is kind of like the horde horde mode, you get different like outfits and uh, masks and uh, skins for like the swords or the sword kit or whatever. So it, it's it's really cool. Like I I think what I like loved about it was being able to just go in and mess around with that combat the way it felt like it was supposed to be made or mm-hmm. at least played because there's so the survival which is kind of like horde mode you're there's four points on the map and then you're you and your team it's you and four other people or three other people are trying to basically just defend the points and so you go through waves of enemy and so when you're in combat with like it's a ton of the the mongols and then it's you and three other people it just feels right like the combat just felt so right because like Someone's about to get hit and I just throw my kunai at them. And so then that's staggered. And then he just goes and starts like slashing them with a the sword or does his special. And it just looks really cool. So I think it it, it kind of like made me get back into Ghost of Tsushima again. And I the PlayStation uh, themed costumes, it, so it's one per class. So I already got like the whole Aloy outfit for my hunter. And then I started playing as the samurai class and already got the God of War outfit. Hmm. and then so i think to get the shadow of colossus i believe that is the ronin and then i forgot what the assassin gets i forgot what the other one was was that bloodborne was the other one yeah it must have been bloodborne okay
1: even though it doesn't look like anything from bloodborne i have no idea what the fuck that costume is
0: yeah i think yeah i can't remember what it i don't know who knows what they're doing but um yeah it's it's interesting i i actually uh I was I was surprised how much I liked it when I jumped in, and I was having a pretty good time with it. I think that uh, it, it made me more appreciative of the game itself. Like, it, it kind of made me think back on Ghost of Tsushima a little bit high, like with higher praise than I thought before, because, like, oh, man, they took the time to make this, like, fleshed-out online mode. Yeah. And it's good, and I forgot how beautiful the For a second, I forgot how beautiful the game was. And then when you go through this Legends mode, because it's all kind of, like, dark and red, and it's got different, like different hues when you're in different parts of the level it really shines on how beautiful it is like if that game is even on my launch shit ps4 (laughs) that game still looks so good it's crazy yeah yeah but uh i i i don't know if i'll play much more of it i was planning on getting the other outfits but you have to like rank up on other classes in order to unlock the other ones and I don't know i might I might do it. it it I'm usually not that type of person that like, oh, I gotta complete this, but like I don't know the the costumes look cool enough to where I might and it's not that hard to rank up. you just gotta do like you can do quick play and just get into like random story missions and do it i I did have fun doing the survival mode because it's kind of like horde mode. That part was really fun oh another oh one last thing too you don't have all your stances like you do in the game if you so. When you get a sword, like you get a better let's say i I picked up this rare sword and it's got it does it has the sword or the um water stance instead of uh instead of it having the well i guess the one that breaks shields instead of only but that's my only stance right and I picked up this sword on this level, so and this one only has the one for um against spear guys so that's how you get your stances as you pick up your your different weapons. That part was interesting. I was like, oh, man, how am I supposed to get around the shield guys if I don't have the shield breaker thing? And all, really, all you do is dodge and then just slash the shit out of them. So. Right, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, that's it. That's kind of how you do it in the game anyways. But Kind of stab them yeah. a little bit. They They found a way to make parts of the combat more interesting because some of the enemies will have, like, they'll be attuned to certain elements, and you have to go grab those elements and basically enchant your weapon with it during the mm-hmm. level and then you use it to fight them. And sometimes you have to change your attunement in order to be able to kill the other enemies. So they, they did some interesting things. I'm, I'm very like impressed with what I found on there. Cause I didn't think it was that deep. And then I went in there and I was like, Oh shit, this is cool as hell. That's cool. Yeah. But that's, that's about it. I, that's, that's about all I have for games that I played. I am going back through my game of the year list and realizing it's a bit short. So I'm trying to I'm trying uh, to find some other items to play. Um, put a couple of games on there twice. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe just split up Ghost Tsushima and go <laughs> Tsushima oh, Legends mode. I don't know. Um I, I jump back into something that I'll talk about maybe on the game of the year episode that um I ended up kind of uh changing my opinion on. So
2: uh-huh. uh, we'll
0: see. That sounds good. Yeah. But Ben on to the topic of the show. Well, hold on, we're not done yet. Oh, oh no! I did.
1: I did very very quick. I tried out Sephiroth in Smash. Oh, literally the last thing I played. <clears throat> um, I did the little mode to fight him. Couldn't do very hard. <laughs> I was very tired, and it was very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I bet.
0: <laughs> so I did normal, and that was that was pretty normal. It was pretty easy. Uh, but is that what did you need to beat the Sephiroth challenge in in order to you him? You just need early? to have the. You just need to have um, the season pass, and then
1: it's a stamina battle.
2: Oh, okay.
1: That's it. I was surprised it was a stamina battle. Honestly, I thought that was kind of weird, but I guess that makes sense for Final Fantasy and all that. Uh, he seems really cool, super powerful. If you can do it right, uh, I want to play more of him, but I'm, I'm happy that we get more Final Fantasy music and, and all yeah. that, even okay. though it's all seven, <clears throat> basically, but that's still great. Yeah, it's still good. And oh. I do want to talk about Cyberpunk since that will lead into the news.
0: Perfect. I was hoping you'd talk about that.
1: Right. Uh. So I played about 25 hours of this game. Oh shit. On PC. Again. The big caveats. The good version. Uh, the version that works. The I've had version. still minimal glitches. Mm. Or uh, maybe not minimal. not the right word. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing like oh my god that broke. Like people talk about. Uh, oh this quest didn't work, or that person wasn't standing there, and stuff like that. That still hasn't happened to me um i've still I've never had the game crash on me at all, even though I think that's more of like a console thing. I have yeah. heard people saying on PC they've had it crash Maybe. um it's tough because I do really enjoy playing this game. uh it's very obvious also that they're going to be updating this game for mm. reasons that I don't need to explain. Um, so, and, and the conversation around it that we'll get into is so exhaustingly negative. It's actively making me like the game less. Um, when I'm playing it, I'm really into it. I like doing the next quest and, and I'm just doing side quests. I'm just wandering around doing nonsense. And, and I love that. It's so fun. It just reminds me of Fallout, but in a city and with Deus Ex aesthetic. And that's all I wanted it to be. And I understand. I, I didn't follow everything about this game. So I didn't, I don't know what people were expecting. Because from what it, I understand, people were expecting this to change the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No pun. And it doesn't. It doesn't at all, but I didn't expect that, and I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest with you. Uh, I mentioned this probably last week, where it wasn't until the first reviews started coming out, and they, they started talking about mechanics and things, and I, I realized, oh, that's what the game is. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck this is, and, and I'm really liking that. I, I am having so much fun, but the constant negativity around it and knowing it's going to get fixed and get better and, and well, fixed might only happen on PC. But it, it is making me want to kind of slow down on it. Uh, I don't want to play 100 hours of this game and, and then it be like, woof, wrapped that up. Hey, our next major patch comes out and adds this and fixes this. I'm like, oh, dang, I just finished it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want that. Um, so I am gonna consciously try and just play a little bit of it every week, and just keep it there, ch- chugging along, but don't really go too far in it. I have had more glitches. I think this this latest patch added a fun glitch where the music just goes away. <laughs> That's cool, I guess. Um, I have I get I have a motorcycle. I bought a motorcycle in the game, nice, which I really enjoy. Every time I get on the motorcycle, my head appears. Like the head appears and then the helmet I'm wearing appears. Like which... it's like it's like a uh, warping through it or No, so here's here's what happens. The game doesn't load your head when you're in first person. Okay. Uh, so you can if you find a spot that has light and you find your shadow, you can see your shadow without a head. Oh my god. <laughs> which I didn't notice until yesterday. Um which is pretty funny, but so it gets out of your head. So when you get on a motorcycle, it has to render your head. It has to pop in your head and then pop on your helmet. So every time I get on a vehicle, it's like, and I'm bald for half a second. And then my helmet appears. (laughs) Uh, So that's a fun glitch. Yeah. And that's every time I get on on my motorcycle.
2: (laughs) Jeez.
1: Now, again, I'm on PC. So this thing loads in like, like that. It's, it's, It's just noticeably like, what the hell's wrong with my head? Oh, it's back. Okay, cool. I don't know what's going on on these console versions, man. It must be on fire. This this game, I don't know how it runs on PS4. I have no clue. Um, But I still really like the game. I do think it's it's very shallow in a lot of ways where there's a lot of stuff you can do, but it's just kind of all there. It's very surface level. You can hack. Or you can stealth. Like, all right. but Yeah, it okay, seems...
0: It seems like with that, um, and this is kind of just like, it seems like a runny narrative from what I've heard just on other podcasts, you have, like, these choices, but the game doesn't really, like, force you into them because, like, let's say you want to be a hacker in the game or you want to do all stealth, like, it, it, it doesn't really play to that. Like, you, you for example, like, if, if you are a hacker, you don't really have to hack everything because the game won't the game won't curve to that it'll more like still be the same game and so even though you're hacking you don't actually have to so it's more like you're just role playing being a hacker it, it like right. you're role playing being a stealth but like the game doesn't really like change other than the fact that you're pretending to be this where other games are like oh you get rewarded for being you know stealthy or you know a hacker because you get I, more okay. access to certain things I think what cyberpunk does
1: is it kind of backloads a lot of this, mm-hmm. instead of what other games would do, which is like just give you a bunch of shit in the first five, 10 hours, and now you're kind of you're fully equipped. you have every ability, and now you can use all the stuff in your toolkit to be stealthy yeah. or hacky or whatever. Uh, what I've gathered from all the skill trees, because there's just skill trees and progression out the ass. Uh, so there is a stealth thing to level up and then there's a stat that governs that as well so as you level up the cool stat you'll unlock more perks than you have to spend perk points on right um, but as you also do more stealth you'll level up stealth in general and from what I can tell and, and again I'm playing this in a way that's very lackadaisical. At one point, I had four uh, points of one thing and like 14 points of the other to spend. yeah, Because I just like, I don't know what to do with any of this stuff. And I'm just playing through the game, having a good time. I don't need to stop to level up. Because you don't. Yeah. Which is not a positive, necessarily. But from what it seems to me, a lot of really cool stealth stuff or hacking stuff Is going to be like oh I finally got to level 20 in my stat for this I unlocked this 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 I got this cyberware because I finally had $70,000 to buy this thing and now I'm a super hacker now I can do it as opposed to at the beginning like it really seems like because I'm not necessarily there yet but I have seen some of the stuff you can upgrade and get It seems like it really wants you to put in hours and hours of work to get to a point to where you've been trying the stealth for a long time and it kind of works. And then now you're powerful enough to actually use it in a meaningful way, Um, which I kind of think is cool. Yeah. But I understand why people would be really let down by that because you're going to be spending 40 hours doing shitty stealth if you want to. And now you're good at it. But at the same time, it. Oh well, now I'm good at it because I had to kind of trudge through. Yeah. But that comes down to the kind of mentality I've been talking about for a while now with like the Red Deads or Dark Souls or Death Stranding of I the game pushes back and you have to earn it. And I think that's cool. I don't think people really want that. Uh, like people at large.
0: Yeah. Do, um, do you think it'd be different if the game... Like to me, it, it sounds like... Like Well, let me let me take it back to what I heard um, Emron Khan say on uh, Kind of Funny Games the other day, mm-hmm. um, that the game isn't deep, that it's more wide. Yes. So do you think that is more of a – like what you're explaining with grinding to get to that stealth, right? Is it, is it because the game just isn't big enough in some way in certain aspects as far as like giving you a reason to grind that far into that stealth tree – or, you know, another, maybe the hacker tree? Like, is, is there something there that's, like, throwing off that balance? I think it's so wide that everything is, is
1: unnecessary. Like, you don't need to do it, so why would you do it? Yeah. And then if you do it, you're barely rewarded for it because you'd have to do a lot of it because it's a big game because you can't make one stealth sequence now you're level 10 you can't do that so it, it is i agree with a lot of what imran says although i'm way more positive on the game uh that he is yeah
0: yeah i think uh... it, it is
1: it is super it's super weird but for the way i am playing it i really like it i i like finding the next gig which is just a normal side quest and doing it and like oh rescue this guy okay like, I helped this one guy who owed money, killed a bunch of people for him, came back later, just happened to be in the area, and he was there. Like, oh, I stopped these people for you. I'm like, oh, I did. That's right. Um, that's, that stuff's cool, and I, and I like those small moments. I like being V. A lot of people have kind of complained about you're not playing a character. Uh, and when I think back to my favorite RPGs, not a single one of my favorite RPG characters is my character. It's always like uh, Garris or Tally or uh, let's just talk about Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> or like any JRPG like Lloyd from Tales of Symphonia. I don't really like Lloyd, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like any of these characters. What's, oh, what's her name from another Tales game? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I love Tales games. What? Rita. Rita Mordio. That's her name. She's awesome. These characters are super cool. Mm-hmm. None of them are the main, are the, my creative character ever. Right. The, right. Like my character from Fallout is not my favorite character from Fallout. The fuck, I was just some weirdo with a hat. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, the companions the, are like the stars. Yeah, your companions yeah. are the characters. And what I like about playing V is that V is an interesting, cool character that I like. Yeah. And I like, it's the same with like Arthur Morgan. I like playing
0: as oh, Arthur dude, Morgan, not some rando. Arthur Morgan, I'm this dude.
2: <laughs>
0: God, I love Red Dead. know, so good. You know, for me, honestly, some like as someone who hasn't played the game and has just been reading nothing but like all the crazy shit going on on the internet about it, all the Twitter, right. all the takes, all the podcasts, whatever. It still hasn't made me want to play the game like less. Like I want to play the game, and a lot of it is because like I know that the bugs will get fixed eventually. Like stuff like that the only thing that for me when i hear about some of the stuff that people don't like about it like how some of their choices are like um maybe touched on later on in the game it's inconsistent with the answers that they chose and i don't know if maybe that that's just a glitch or that's just bad writing but Uh, yeah and i don't know i'm barely far in it at all like and just to use an example this is one that jeff gertzman um from giant bomb (laughs) used There's I guess there's a there's one where like he earned or beat someone for their car and he decided like his choices were like you can you can accept the car. You can accept the car and the money that you won from him or something like that or you can just not take any of it. And he decided to not take any of it because he's like I can earn this money myself easily on like some side mission whatever and I don't want your car. And he ran into that guy later on in the story, I guess. And the guy was like, Hey man, how's my car doing? <laughs> and he was just like, can fucking Take it. So, and, and I've heard like other, like I know, um, I think, I don't know if it was Tim. It was, it was someone on the kind of funny podcast or games cast, uh, when it was, um, the whole group of them talking about, uh, cyberpunk talking about the same type of inconsistencies. That stuff like kind of sucks, but like, it hasn't made me not want to play the game. If anything, like, I want to experience that game because of the cool things that I've heard about it. Um, just how the world is like brought to life, just the visuals of it, just any like all this stuff about it. Like I, I get how people are maybe seeing. I think if you're console only, you might be like, I absolutely do not want to play this game. But I think mm-hmm. as someone who is interested in playing it on PC, um, even with hearing all the negative things, I'm still so curious about the game. I, like, I want to experience it. And it's, it's one of those weird things where, like, I want to have a more valid opinion in the discussion of Cyberpunk. I do think there's something cool there. And just from hearing from what you have to say and from other people have said about playing it, like, there's obviously something there. You know, maybe oh, it's, not, sure. it's not ultimately what, we've, what was hyped up over the years. And that's why, like, even we were talking about it before the game was coming out. Like, this game is getting way overhyped, and I think it's going to be kind of a letdown. And mm-hmm. you know, as much as it sucks for <laughs> for you know CD Projekt Red to have such a huge like downfall, like we we kind of saw it coming as far as like the hype levels of this game. I mean, nothing like what ended up happening for sure, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't think it made me want to play the game any less. I was still always interested in playing it, and I think even with all this shit, like I still want to play the game. It's it's one of those
1: things where sometimes I'll just drive in that game and just look at different parts of the city and watch it and it's so cool. It I've never seen a game like this that just feels so rich with life. I, especially on PC where there's actually fucking cars on the road and people <laughs> walking around. Dude, I've seen some I've seen some footage and I'm like, dude, my game must be real congested cuz <laughs> oh, what's going on? Uh it 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 it's wild this some of these scenes like just straight out of stills you'd get for a movie or something it's it's bonkers and even the story stuff i don't think it's not blowing me away Mm -hmm. but i think it's well done in such a consistent level and the characters are all really interesting uh even though i forget their names and then (laughs) there have been several moments where like i'm here to look for this like v's really confident in it and me as the player i'm like who are you again oh shit i was here for someone oh no and i'd like pause it and look at the quest menu and go why am i here oh crap (laughs) what what am i here for (laughs) uh which happens a lot because there's a lot of people and i'm so early that i don't know everyone's name because i just introduced a bunch of kind of new characters yeah but they're all they're all really cool. And I think what the the way this game and which it's not getting talked about, the way it handles cutscenes is straight out of well, Half-Life 2 might be a weird example, but but where you're in first person and you're participating in the whole scene and you're walking with this character, making dialogue choices and getting in a car and then going to a shootout and then going back in and and there's no there's no break point like in Fallout where it's like, oh, I'm talking to you, and it's just us staring at each other's eyes like a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> it's just totally... It just feels like you're in the world. It doesn't, it doesn't break for anything. There was a, a funeral scene. I think Greg tweeted about this, which I, don't, I wasn't as blown away by, but it was really cool, and it felt, it felt like I was just a person there. It felt like at any moment I could just leave, hmm. as opposed to other RPGs that are so... Constrained, and it, you have to be doing this. You are gonna make this choice right here. I could have done a bunch of different stuff. I could have walked this way, walked that way. Like, it doesn't restrict you in a way that I think is way advanced from a Skyrim. Yeah. And in presentationally, it's basically a fucking Uncharted game uh, for a lot of the cutscenes and stuff. I I don't know. I'm really liking it a lot, but I, I will slow down on it. Uh, just cause there's a patch in January and the patch in February. I want to beat it after February. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. and there's a lot of stuff to do in the game and the way I'm playing it is real slow. So yeah. probably, probably good on that. Yeah. But it sucks and we got a pile of news. So let's go into the news about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess we can start really with like just overall the refund stuff. It's been going on all week. I, I don't want to like spend too much time because I'm sure if, if, I'm sure people have just seen all this news and like sure. probably sick of hearing about it. But basically what happened is PlayStation delisted Cyberpunk 2077 on their store from their digital store, essentially, um, yeah. and offered refunds to anybody that um, purchased it digitally. Um, so I, uh, CD Projekt Red came out and <laughs> I guess they it almost made it sound like it was a mutual decision, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Yeah, it sounded weird about yeah, that. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, so we spoke with with Sony and we decided that hey, we're going to work on getting the game all nice and good for you guys and then they'll put it back on the store." I think Sony was more like, "Get this shit out. We are not giving refunds. <laughs> Too many we're, people are calling. We're cutting we're yeah, we're, <laughs> we're cutting off the hemorrhage here. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to bandage this shit up. We're going to take your thing off the store, which is, you know, I think uh I mean, it, like it's such a crazy move to really see. Like, I was shocked. Yeah. It to me, it almost for like it adds more pressure to CD Projekt Red to like, hey, fix your game, or else you don't get access to all of these like this huge install base of consoles. Fix your game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and then. So, Xbox, so they haven't delisted the game, but they've, I guess they've expanded their uh, refund policy. And so they are offering um, refunds on the game. I think it's, uh, I I wasn't quite sure. I didn't go into it or read much about it, but um, to see like their return policy on it. So, I don't know if you're more familiar with their return policy. I know it's better than Sony's. Oh yeah, everything. The Sony's store is just a mess.
1: I think it's more comparable to the Steam one, where if you've only played a little bit, but but they're expanding it for this anyway. So
0: yeah, might be anyone. Yeah, um, and then CD Projekt Red also stated that if they can't get refunds from Sony or Microsoft, that they would, um, or I guess even the retailers, they would, um, mm-hmm. they would take emails and go through those refunds to. I guess
2: <laughs> to, Try and get to help right
1: on, to help. There was also a posting from Best Buy that like you can just return the game even if it's open to Best Buy. Oh my God, dude, <laughs> which is, this is so unprecedented and it's such an unforced error <laughs> because they didn't have to put the game out. Like, like I don't, they had that investor call and they mentioned like, Oh, we didn't have to put the game out now. Like we, we just picked that day. Like what? But why then? Why'd you do it then? See, and CD. then they have that, <laughs> that other comment of like, well, we just didn't look at the old gen versions enough. I'm like, either you're lying or you're stupid and both aren't good. Yeah. So it's just bizarre. I, I don't, I really think, I, maybe I mentioned this last week, but they really should have just launched on PC and said consoles are later. Because the, there's bugs and stuff, but it's, it's nothing you haven't seen; it's nothing major. It's it hasn't affected my ability to play the game really at all. Yeah, uh, minor annoyances. It is not crashing. It is not fifteen frames per second, unless I get to some crazy neon light town. Some areas of this game are not optimized very well. <laughs> too many lights. Um, but besides that, it runs fine. So you could have launched this on PC only. You're a PC first developer, anyway. It wouldn't have surprised me.
2: Yeah,
0: I
1: I just. I really want to know why they did this. Their stock has taken a hit. Like it was such a bad decision and yeah. and people knew, people knew there that it wasn't
0: in a good state. So why'd you do it? it? It definitely seems like a leadership decision and like a, you know, almost like some sort of, so some people are saying like, it's because they wanted to get their bonuses for the year or something like that, or maybe meet some sort of deadline. Sure. Um, Let's get, you know, if we can hit a Metacritic of this by the end of 2020 with the game releasing, then we get this bonus. I don't know, some sort of incentive that I've heard mentioned. Um, yeah, nothing they nothing changed confirmed. Yeah, that because there, there was a Metacritic right. incentive and they walked that back. They walked that back because of, yeah. I mean, really, they walked it back because of all this shit. They wouldn't have walked it back for any other reason other than this. No,
1: well, they released the game that worked for everyone. Yeah. They wouldn't have had to walk anything.
0: Yeah. I, I just, you know, it's a... It's, uh, they definitely. I mean, why? Why rush it? I. I. I would have understood if they brought out the next gen versions before the first. Yeah, like that. Maybe then you wouldn't have this. You would still had a buggy game, but then you would just been just like Bethesda, <laughs> and everyone would be like, "Oh shit, this thing's buggy as fuck." But hey, we can. Yeah. Still play
1: that, it. that honestly, that would have been the exact thing. Like, wow, this is more Bethesda e than
0: I thought. Yeah, but okay, it would but it be would be definitely bad. get more of a you know positive i think vibe than what bethesda always gets um well sure. i don't know i mean bethesda still gets this shit is... on but people also always are like oh it's just bethesda again with their bugs it's buggy like a bethesda game but the presentationally this is 20 years ahead of a bethesda oh game. yeah that's because bethesda has been making games on <laughs> on the same engine for like ever or at least what looks like the same engine for like ever yeah yeah it's uh it's just all bad over there i mean it it, it, i i mean to see to see all the goodwill they had from the witcher 3 to what they're what they're at now i mean it's just it's awful it's awful for the people that work there that aren't in the leadership position that are just like grinding every day to get their work done to try to get this game to work at least a little bit better than it did the day before and you know everyone's shitting on you everywhere you go while the leadership team or, you know, the, the, the big heads of the company or whatever are probably just, like, yelling at people to get the shit fixed while they, you know, just make the big bucks. You know, who knows how that shit goes. <laughs> it, it's, it's unfortunate. Definitely unfortunate. I mean, obviously, they fixed the game, right? I mean, they have no choice at this point. They got to fix the game. Right. It's, now, even if people weren't upset as they are, they still would have done it. They still would have fixed the game.
2: And
1: I think they're getting a lot of shit, and they deserve the shit they're getting. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But I feel like they're getting made fun of for weird things, like coming out and saying, like, hey, if you want a refund, you can get it. Yeah, that's not a great look, and you shouldn't have to have to do that. Have to have to? You You shouldn't have to do that. But coming out and saying it, and prominently actively trying to get people refunds does make you better than ea with anthem or or bethesda with fallout 76 it does make you better in in you know air quotes better in that way because those companies would not do that have never done that and continue to be like you think uh ea put out an apology for fifa 21 being the same game as fifa 20 on switch no
0: no, they didn't. They didn't,
1: could they didn't do any of that. No, hey,
0: you idiots, still bought it.
1: Yeah, you guys are fucking dumb. They don't They just yeah. do shit all over you, and you buy the shit, and you like the shit. Like, that's that's what they care about you. So at least, uh, CD Projekt is 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 kind of taking it on the chin and and trying to do the right thing now, even though it's an unforced error. So I think they're getting a lot of shit for that, which doesn't make sense, since I don't think anyone else would really be doing this and they really do care. This game has got two patches on PC. Yeah. Um so far it's been out like a, two weeks, not even two weeks. It's the holiday season and do de doo and la di da or whatever that song does. Uh I it's going to be it's going to be fixed. It's yeah. going to be better. I don't know why they made this error. Uh it's it's so bizarre to me. Yeah. I, I really I really don't
0: understand. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it's, I, it's just so unfortunate because you know how crazy they hyped it up with those, like, what are those, like, Night City live wire Night things? Night City wire. Night City wire. And then, like, just so much hype. And then to fumble but I think, so much. I think the problem with this game was people
1: kept thinking it was something it wasn't. And yeah. you'd watch these trailers and go, like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be this. It's going to be this. It's going to be this. Like, they never said any of that, though. Like you said that that's what you want it to be. uh yeah. that's not what it is, and those two things like that, this is why I didn't want to hype myself i wa- I was hyped up to play a cool game from cG project Red. I was not hyped up to play the next coming of like first person open world games uh and and if you go into the game expecting that you're you're gonna have a bad time,
2: yeah
0: yeah, I think uh. And gosh, man, like, do they, how do they handle this now? Like, do you think, because when we look at the different games that came out and fumbled like this, they all did it a little differently? <laughs> how they handled the. I'm allergic next, to CD Project oh, Red. Bless you. How they handled their, <laughs> like, No Man's Sky went silent. Like, they just went sure. silent and then they fixed it and they had their, you know, glorious, you know, Phoenix Rising. Not, not Immortals Phoenix Rising, but a Phoenix Ooh, Rising out of the ashes. Um, Fallout 76, I mean, Bethesda was very, like, not loud about the game, but they were very, you know, they, they were definitely out there, like, putting up a roadmap of how they were going to fix the game, what content was coming out, and they they did it. They got there. I think some of the items were pushed back a little bit longer and delayed a little bit, yeah. but, you know, as they were doing that, they were also fixing the game, and it's now where it's at. I mean, it's, they had a shitty launch, but they ended up getting it to a, a pretty good state. It's in a good place now. Yeah. I think uh, when we look at the one for sure that we don't know about, which is most likely in dire status right now is Anthem. Um, they went silent. And then I think it's just... It, that shit's drowned. not happening. Someone Do they someone have
1: Christmas it. trees from last year's
0: holiday season still up? Probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. It's uh, I, I mean, I don't think CD Project can really be quiet here. I think they still have to no. communicate everything they say is going to be looked at and made fun of and they were too loud to be quiet now yeah they were too loud and too hyped to really be quiet you go silent now then people are just gonna be like look at these fuckers Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but i i mean i think i think we talked about it earlier maybe it's time to retire that yellow screen maybe you just (laughs) stick to some white sheet make a statement maybe use maybe use a black background some white font i don't know I
1: I want it to be... They got to their printer. uh, They made their thing. They printed it out on a normal white sheet of paper, Times New Roman, and they just took a picture of it and that's what they tweet out. Yeah. This is all we have left. (laughs) You took everything from us. The game sold millions of copies. Sold really well. Because their audience is on PC. I think they said over half their sales were on PC. Yeah. And uh, that's like 4 million or something. It's crazy. Yeah. The game's great. It is not... But it is great in its own terms of just being another, um, not being
0: unique. Honestly, I don't think The Witcher Three is that unique either. But I was definitely more impressed with Red Dead Two than I was with The Witcher Three, because to me, like Red Dead (laughs) Two had such a living world. I'd agree with this. Like when I think about that game, like I all I think about is how living that world was and how huge it was and like it's it was just such an incredible experience and Mm -hmm. i just haven't seen a game do that um i think the witcher 3 i might just have to go maybe like replay it a little bit just to really remember but i don't remember it being that like impressive when it came to the open world and i think it's less
1: impressive now after we've gotten horizon and, and and red dead
0: yeah definitely it's been a while too, but I, I just think that I don't know. Maybe this, I mean, it it's tough though. You make the promise to bring this game to consoles and you don't deliver. It just sucks. It just sucks, man. It's almost like yeah. you, they, they were more interested in the sales because of the install base for the consoles. And they were actually making the product <laughs> like work. Mm-hmm. I, and this is more for like the leadership. Like they wanted for especially for the holidays, I think that might've been a huge motive to pushing it out. Yeah, is like, I we want to get cyberpunk under that Christmas tree on the, who's get little the, Jimmy
1: does not need to be buying this dildo filled
0: game. Okay? Well, right, right Not I don't mean in that way, but I mean, they, they want to get this game out for all the people that have their PlayStation fours and Xbox ones. Like they want to get that game out. That's a lot of consoles out there and they didn't want to miss out on getting it under that tree.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. It's the time of the year to buy something, even if it's just for yourself. Yeah, uh, treat, yourself. yeah. treat yourself. Treat that's yourself. Treat yourself. That's how I live my life. Treat myself. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that gift for me again? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let's take uh, before we get to our bets that we did way earlier in the year. Yeah. Let's place another bet about Cyberpunk, and when do we think? L- l- now it's, the the situation has evolved. It has evolved from when's it going to be fixed to when is it back on the PlayStation store? When is it working like without glitches? Does that ever happen? Yeah. All of these sorts of things. So I
2: I'm, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna lay it out. Yeah. I mean write it down. I feel like it, I mean a lot of it of course depends on the patches, but do you think if they were to to patch the game and well january and it run well enough on consoles sony puts it back on the store i think so yeah i could see that
2: i, I think could so.
0: i mean I, I could see that especially because you know they want to get that game back on the store you know they want to sell that game oh for sure ow are you saying january i'm say, i'm going to say january after the after the patch of course i think you're right i think you're right i mean unless but, it's in such a bad state where they
1: have to wait till february i mean that would suck for dude them. i think it's in such a bad state on base <laughs> ps4 dude, it looks so bad it looks it so looks bad. <laughs> I, like literally the game i am playing and that game are so different
0: <laughs> there's that screenshot i think it was on GameSpot where it had a side-by-side of like Kean, uh, not Keanu Reeves, but like the character he plays mm-hmm. and then the one from the console version. And it, he looks like a wet raccoon in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, like, my, oh God. my God. It's awful.
0: It is.
1: Oh, okay. So you're saying January, I'm going to, I want to say February, okay. the second big patch. All right. Uh, just so we can have different results yeah yeah but when do you think it'll get to a state that is not that is only bethesda level buggy because even the bugs on pc are probably too much uh do you think it'll get to
0: that point point? and uh, when's the next gen version of this happening yeah um i mean i could see it Ooh, that's that's tough. I would say maybe by May they've got a version out that isn't as bad on... Are we talking just current, like, old consoles? Like, base PS4, PS4 Pro kind of thing?
1: Yeah, to okay. where everyone kind of has the same experience that isn't oh,
0: terrible. Geez. Um, I would say maybe May. I'm going to put it out there. I think that... Uh... I mean, it seems like that's how bad it is. And mind you, like, yeah, they're going to have these patches, but, like... Even with a patch, there's always stuff that can go wrong with it because sometimes a patch might fix something, but it might break something else. I don't know, You never really know.
1: Yeah. Like my music that now doesn't yeah. exist. Uh, so the, the music um, like fades out when you're hacking and I had the music, like the music kicked in as I was about to hack. And then I stopped. And so the music was really low. <laughs> and then I started hacking again. And then undid it. And the music picked back up. God, What the fuck is going on with <laughs> this game? Uh, I'm saying for it to not be super buggy, I'm going to say March on PC. And I'm saying June on consoles. Okay. Uh, so it'll be back on PSN before that. Yeah. But it'll still have issues. And also, by the way, a lot shittier games are on PSN or just exist. So yeah. What this... was that one? Life of the black tiger.
2: Yeah. Life of there? black
1: tiger. That even the stupid, my name is Mayo. Like get this garbage off of there. <laughs> that stuff's okay. But cyberpunk camp. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, when is the next gen version of the game? Because I don't think you can put out a next gen version. And still have this be
0: shitty on PS4. So you have to fix oh, yeah. that first. I, I have a feeling they'll probably delay it till maybe April or May. When is it supposed to come out? There's no estimate. Oh, okay.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say April for the next gen version. You're going to say April? That seems so soon, but also like... I know it does. It, dude, if they, if they were barely crunching before, you bet they're crunching now. <laughs>
1: I'm going to go with June. For this one as well. Mm-hmm. And kind of have like, hey, it's fixed on consoles, and we have the next-gen version kind of at the same time. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be quick. This might be quick on PC, but even then, I don't know. They probably
0: have to go through CERT again for everything, too. And apparently console. they
1: didn't go through CERT in the first place.
0: <laughs> which is a mistake. It's funny, I got to that, that brain dance
1: sequence, which was the epileptic... Uh, flashy light bits yeah but i got to it after they patched it out so it's just like a really slow blue light just meh meh meh. i'm like what the fuck was this before now it's weird (laughs) (laughs) i wish i had seen what it was before so i'd have reference but now it's really really slow lights all right i wrote down our bets we'll see how good we are all right uh we can move on to our other bets we did
0: i think in February of last year or this year I guess. Jeez. I mean it would have been this year, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I'm like, what year are we in? 2077? When are we?
1: Who am I? 2077? Uh and so the rules were we'd pick uh what was it? We picked like two games to remove from the list of upcoming games and then and then we could pick our teams and kind of go back and forth.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh so you have MLB the Show 20, Doom Eternal, Persona 5 Royal. Neo 2, Gears Tactics, those are the five games. And the basic idea was I take their Metacritic, their highest Metacritic and total it up and then see who wins. We also picked uh, two worst games. Your mm-hmm. worst games were Fast and Furious, <laughs> which I bought for like $4 and I am going to play. So stay tuned Yeah, <laughs> for game of the year next, next week.
0: The sequel to Arc 2?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so. Uh, you picked Fast and Furious Crossroads, and you picked My Hero's One Justice, which I did the title wrong, but who cares? It's a bad name, bad game. I didn't even know it existed, so it's bad. Yeah, I picked for my good games: Half Life, Alex, Animal Crossing, Ghost of Tsushima, Halo Infinite, and Ori: The Will of <laughs> Wisps. Uh, Halo. I would have done really well, <laughs> <laughs> but Halo Infinite. Didn't work out for me. Nope, not quite. Didn't work out for me. Not my my quite. bad games I picked were Bleeding Edge, which was bad. Yeah. Uh, and that Digimon Survive game, which did not also come out. <laughs> oh, man.
0: And I want that game to be good. I just picked bad decisions. You jinx the fuck out of those games. They both got delayed into 2021.
1: <laughs> uh, I
2: know. My so, God.
1: Uh the, the scores for them, um, it doesn't matter, mm. but... uh. My scores are good. Your scores beat me because you have an extra fucking game. (laughs) Uh, Uh, The highest reviewed game I have on our list is Persona 5, which you had, which is at a 95, which is crazy for many reasons. Yeah. Least of all, it's not deserving of a 95, (laughs) but whatever. Uh, My best game is Half-Life Alex with a 93. And we also picked, I don't even remember why, but we guessed what game would get the best Metacritic score. And you picked The Last of Us 2,
2: mm.
1: and I picked Cyberpunk.
2: Mm.
1: Last of Us 2 has 93, and Cyberpunk has an 87 on PC.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I did have like a 90 on PC, but that, that changed. Yeah. So you won that too. Pretty close, pretty close on the Metacritic that last one.
2: Yeah, if, uh, well, we
0: knew that. It'd been a few that. days earlier for <laughs> for Cyberpunk, because I think it was sitting at a ninety-one for a little bit, wasn't it? I think it might have been at a ninety-one that first day.
2: Yeah, uh yeah,
1: that sucks. Those were the games we picked that n- we picked at the beginning. Like, you can't pick that. You can't pick that. Yeah, that kind
2: of thing. Yeah.
1: But that was fun. We'll, we'll try and do it again next year. See what's coming out. Yeah, there's Maybe no games in coming January. out next year. It's
2: crazy.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: try and pick things that don't get delayed out of the year. Maybe I'll pick Halo again. Maybe it won't fuck me this year. There you go.
0: I'll pick Digimon Survive. How about that? Okay, good. <laughs> I, you, that's... you picked really well. The I... MLB The Show yeah, it is in does... 83. I, I picked some, like, some, some easy wins, though. MLB did, The Show but... and like... What was the other, Persona 5, The Royal, or whatever? Right, like sure, easy. sure. Like those, Like, Persona's just, like, copy and paste from, like, their last Metacritic, so I knew it was going to do pretty well. I'll we'll have to make the rule of, like, no re-releases next year. No
1: remakes. Um, I would have won had Halo Infinite done anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, unless it was terrible. Because Ori was pretty high, right, on that, on Metacritic? Uh, Ori has a 93 on Xbox One. That's really good. Or a Switch. Or one of the two, whatever. It has a 93. It's really well-reviewed, yeah. And Animal Crossing has a 90. Like, (laughs) I think you have the lowest one, which is an 82 on Gears Tactics.
0: Which is unfair, because that's a good game. I need to play that, yeah. It's a good game. Oh, maybe I'll play that instead of (laughs) Cyberpunk. There you go. So. womp. I'm, like, I really want to play this, uh, what is it, Aegis uh, 13 Sentinels or whatever that I've been oh, hearing about. Oh, yeah. I want to play that. everyone all of a sudden is super hyped on it. It's like, oh, no, this is my game of the year now. Is that Vanillaware game? Yeah, is it? I mean, I guess I should probably look into what type of game it is before I get super, like, excited about wanting to get it. Because if it's something, if it's a narrative or something like that, I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck this, dude. It's very know. narrative, yeah. Uh, from uh, what I understand. <laughs> There's mechs in it. Oh, shit. You
1: got mechs? Something like that. And time travel? Or you got Gundams? Something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the PS5 because I'm not turning my PS4 on again. I just cannot. Yeah. It's too loud and I hate it. Interesting. That's it.
2: All right. <laughs> That's yeah. all I have to say about
1: the PS4. <laughs> I keep trying to get this PS5 and it
2: just never happens. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, um, we're uh, planning
0: my PC. It's mm-hmm. really cool because, my, so my wife is back in school and everything that she's learning right now, prior to like her major course, con, like uh, course materials is all about the insides of a PC. So she really knows more about a PC than I do at this point, especially when it comes to building a gaming PC. And so it's been fun, like, looking at stuff with her, (laughs) which is awesome. I I didn't think this would ever happen. And so now we're both getting pretty hyped up about, like, choosing the parts for my PC and what I'm going to get. So, pretty excited. That's fun. Yeah, then I will Cyberpunk. I can't wait to play Minecraft with uh, RTX. Ugh. It's going to be great. I still never tried it. <laughs> so, there's this um there's a Stardew Valley mod with Studio Ghibli characters. Oh, I want to check that out.
2: <laughs>
0: and I think it's on um what is that Curse Forge or whatever, the where you can download like mod packs for like Minecraft and stuff like that. Um I really wanted to play. I checked out some other games just cuz my 2020 list is feeling kind of empty um i looked at monster train because monster train always looked interesting but i don't they know about the game pass yeah i i downloaded it on the P- on pc um, from game pass the new xbox app which i completely missed was out um makes it so much easier to just go on there and download games
1: oh interesting okay
0: um i also downloaded drake hollow which i don't know if that's a 2020 game but um i wanted to check it out because it looked interesting but um yeah I'm I'm I I hope I get some time, you know, this week to play more games just because it's uh we got that four day weekend for Christmas and we're getting close to game of the year stuff, so I wanna at least be able to fill up a ten <laughs> a ten uh item list here. Oh, 10 list. Yeah.
1: Well we got two weeks actually, yeah, because it won't be next week, it'll be the week after. Yeah. June, that'd be nice. Yeah, because we'll rec- we'll record on the third
0: for game of the year.
2: Nice, okay. Cool. Yeah, we got uh, a lot got more
0: time to play Half-Life. I got a lot coming up. We've got game of the year. We've got predictions. Um, oh, yeah. Two big episodes, So don't Most, know. Anticipated Most anticipated thing of the thing. Want to do that next week? Yeah, I guess we can do that next week. We got to figure it. out. It's episode 69. We got to think about something cool. Oh, I'll think about that.
1: Yeah, remind me in the week, and I'll think of uh, episode 69. All right, topic. right.
0: Sounds...
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do wow. a episode 69 Christmas spectacular.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, For anybody listening, we would love um, to hear any sort of questions, feedback, comments, concerns. We would love to go through it on episode 69, anything like that. What games you're looking forward to or what your game of the year looks like Um, for you. We'd love to read that on our game of the year episode. So we're really looking for some uh, interaction so we can include you guys in the show. Feel free to plug or promote your channel, your podcast, anything like that. And we will nah. think about it. Um, nah. That's going to do it for us this week on Final Checkpoint. Thanks again for listening, for watching. Um, we would love and appreciate if you shared this podcast with your friends, your crewmates, your shenanigan friends, your,
2: Ugh, your en-
0: enemies, your enemies. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, any any sort of stuff like that helps us out big time. And of course, you can catch us live here on Twitch.tv/slash Loadless Checkpoint every. Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Be part of the show. Suggest topics. Submit questions by emailing us at finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at the Joelness at Ben Runnings. And you can also find us over at thegamefanatics.com. Any last words, Ben?
1: I'm going to watch Tenet. I'm excited to watch that, see if it's trash.
0: Yeah. I actually, we're planning on watching that too. And then, of course, uh, the Wonder Woman sequel, or whatever. Yeah, that's next week. Day. We could have a Wonder Woman show. Oh. That's not part of the 69 part. Yeah, that's no, rude. I
1: know. No, no. <laughs> That'll be, that's, we'll do that first and then get, and then it's 69
0: after. Something like <laughs> Oh, jeez. What is happening? All right. Anyways, that's it for us. Have a good week. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.
1: Ho, ho, ho. Sit in my lap, little boy.
0: Oh, Jesus. I got
1: a candy cane just for you. No.
0: All right. Turning it off. Turn it off. And
2: oh. it. <laughs> Stop recording. Help us. Help us.